0: Okay, we start Chapter 5 by looking at the canonical portfolio problem, and I would like to introduce you to this problem so that you can work on it before we go into some more complicated or or, uh, build on that material for some extra result. So, what we are going to do is we are going to take the position of one agent. This is a portfolio problem, so it's not an equilibrium problem. A position is the position of an investor, an agent. He has a given wealth at the beginning of the Of reasoning, and the question is how much of that wealth, and we are going to be discussing this in terms of the amount, A, that this person should, will want to invest in the risky portfolio which is characterized by uncertain return, R tilde. There is only two possibilities of choice. If it's not risky portfolio or the risky asset, it is the risk-free asset. Okay, and the risk-free asset has a certain rate of return RF. Now the problem, uh, and this is the start of a long series of problems that we are going to propose, can be expressed as a maximizing expected utility problem. That is not surprising, we have been preparing that. We are going to be talking in terms of the end of period wealth. You see, we start with Y0 without tilde because we know what we start with. We will will end up with Y1 at the end of one period, uh, and this is a random variable. It's a random variable because we will be investing potentially uh, a fraction of our wealth, the wealth of this agent, into the risky asset, and we don't know what that will produce, but we can express it using uh, the mathematics of random variables. Basically, we are going to be able to characterize Y1, the end-of-period wealth, as being equal to the initial wealth minus that amount invested in the risky asset what is that? that is left what is left of the initial wealth after we have decided to invest A in the risky asset and that is what we invest in the risk-free asset and it pays 1 plus Rf Rf was the rate of return 1 plus Rf will be the return on the investment in the risk-free asset. So here we have our risk-free investment and the rest which is dictated by A is going to be invested in the risky portfolio and it will pay 1 plus R tilde, again a random variable we don't know exactly what it will pay but we can describe it stochastically. The first thing we do is we can rewrite this in the following way we can observe that when we do this, in fact, we are guaranteed to get the risk-free rate of return, or the rate of re- the return 1 plus Rf over M, entire uh, initial wealth, Y0. And then we are going to put A at risk. We are going to get more, provided R tilde ends up being larger than Rf, or we will get something negative if the return on the risky asset or the risky portfolio is smaller than Rf. So this is the way we are going to write uh, the final end of period wealth and this is how we have rewritten it here. So our problem is a very simple problem, we must choose a, the amount A in order to maximize the expected utility of y zero 1 plus Rf plus AR tilde minus Rf. Okay? Now, how do we do this? we are going to take the derivative and set it equal to zero. This is what we call the first order condition. This will work provided the second order condition is satisfied, but it will be because we have a risk aversion that is a negative second derivative, and that's why the condition that we are going to spell out here is going to be explicit. So the condition is simply take the first derivative, and we take the first derivative, I go back, What will it take? Well, we are going to derive the function. So we are going to derive with respect to a, and that will give us the derivative of u, and then the derivative of the inside of u with respect to a. So it's going to be delta u, delta y1, delta y1, delta a. And that's what we find in the second page. So we have the derivative of u with respect to a, y1 we are going to denote it u' prime, and we simply repeat the definition of y1 mm? and then we take the derivative of y1 y with respect to a and you see that a only intervenes in, in the form of the product a multiplied by r tilde minus rf so the derivative of a multiplied by r tilde minus rf is going to be r tilde minus rf, and that's our first-order condition equation 2. Okay? A simple problem, the first approach to the portfolio investment problem with the optimality condition 2, which yield this first important theorem, 5.1, which says the following. If indeed we are talking about positive marginal utility individuals, and risk-averse individual, then we can say something very strong about the amount A, A hat. And the little hat, I will use it to denote the optimal investment in the risky portfolio. A hat will have this characteristic. It will have the characteristic that it will be positive if and only if. This is the same notion. If and only if the expected rate of return on the risky portfolio is larger than RF so if expected R tilde is larger than RF A hat is positive and if A hat is positive then we know that it must be the case that expected return on the risky asset is larger than RF if the expected return on the risky portfolio is equal to RF then the amount invested in the risky portfolio will be zero and on the opposite if the expected return on the risky portfolio is smaller than the sure return on the risk-free asset then we will take short position, we will short uh, the risky asset, that means we will borrow at the risk-free rate Uh, sorry, we will sell short the risky asset and we will overinvest in the risk-free asset. Okay? Now, this is a surprising result to some extent. This theorem, which is attributed to Arrow, is surprising to some extent. For instance, it tells us that even if a risky portfolio is extremely risky, uh, provided it pays a little more, because we don't say here how much bigger expected article there should be an RF pays a little little more then we should invest something into uh, the risky asset there is something surprising in this and uh, it is discussed in the text we will come back to that what I would like to do I would like you to think about about this uh, and this implication what I would like to do in this uh, introduction is to start thinking a little bit about this result and uh, in fact prove the result because it is the Uh, Along a direction that we will be using uh, on a repeated basis. Now, how do we prove this result? What I should do is rewrite the first order condition 2 into the next slide. So I'm going to rewrite What we have, we have something which is expected u y1 tilde uh, multiplied by r tilde minus rf is equal to zero, okay, and the expectation of course goes over all of this, okay, now uh, what we are going to do to prove this result is we are going to define wA wA is the expected utility of y1, okay expected utility of y1, it's not the derivative so if in those terms we know that the first order condition 2, which is uh, this condition that I've rewritten here, can be written as y prime a, the derivative of w a, is equal to zero. Okay? So this is, it is here. So we have this condition that w prime a is equal to zero. That's the same, this is another way of writing equation two. Now we have risk aversion, so we know that u double prime uh, is negative, and because u double prime is negative, we also know that the second derivative of WA is also negative what is the second derivative of WA again you have W prime A here you take the first derivative so you are going to have expected U double prime the second derivative of expected U with respect to Y1 and again you take you have to take uh, the derivative of uh, the inside with respect to R tilde minus RF Mm. and you have a first r tilde minus rf and you have another one because you take the derivative here uh, with respect to a and so you end up with r tilde minus rf squared okay? again that's calculus, uh, you uh, should uh, uh, be able to do this Take w start from w a, go to w prime a, the first derivative with respect to a go to W2 primes A, the second derivative with respect to A, and obtain the result that we have there. And that's all we need to do, because that result telling the tells us the following thing. First of all, it is negative. Why is it negative? Because risk aversion imp- implies that the first part here is negative, and, of course, the fact that we have a square means that the second part is positive positive times negative is negative, so we know that W 2 prime A is strictly negative. That means that W prime A is everywhere decreasing and we can conclude from that through a picture that I'm going to draw maybe at the bottom here, we can conclude from that that indeed a hat, the solution to our problem, the solution, the value of a, that makes w prime a equal to zero, will be positive if and only if w prime zero is positive. And this is what we have here. We have a, we have w prime a. The condition is that w prime a should be equal to zero. Right? That's condition two. W prime A should be equal to zero. W prime A is everywhere decreasing, so it must be of something of this sort. need not be as regular as I've traced it, but it's like that. It is, so W prime A is uh, decreasing. Okay? And then we simply are asserting that in order for this point where W prime A is equal to zero, which is the point that identify a hat. A hat will be positive if and only if w prime a at zero, so w prime of zero is positive, right? So if we start, let me do it again in the head. Now, if we start at W prime zero, which is a Positive, then the fact that we are decreasing when we go in positive territory implies that we will have W prime A equal zero at a a, a at which is positive. And that is the essence of the result, because if a, a at can be positive if and only if the expected R tilde is larger than Rf, or if expected R tilde minus Rf is positive. Okay. Now I wanted you to work on this before we go into the uh, substantive uh, s- results that follow, and uh, make sure that you understand first the mathematics for this result, second that you start having an idea of the result and of its implication, and finally have a grasp on how we can prove such a result in this simple environment. That's it for today.